Welcome to the final B-movie breakdown. You fucks. You fucks. It's all your fucking fault. Why? You fucks just couldn't just fucking let us do our thing. You had to try to control us, and we're not taking it any fucking more. What the hell? We end the podcast on a heel turn? Taylor... New Zealand. A very Fuck specific you. listener who supports yeah, everything we do. He, he's, Taylor, he's so giddy right now. He's just. We've I, had it. I've had enough of this bullshit. It's yeah. fucking. I've goodbye. had enough of your support. I've had enough of your support being nice and sending us good vibes. I've had enough of this. You sent us your video and we watched it with a death clown. <laughs> what? Rainbow's Remedy. Remember yes, we watched this? No, it wasn't Rainbow's Remedy. No, but it was the... Du- we was watched his yes, with Rainbow's, with Rainbow's Remedy. Yes, with Rainbow's Remedy. It was still, why? Why did we do that? They're forever, you, forever linked together. Corey, Rainbow's why Remedy. Did you, why, did you have to, why did you have to re-trigger me? <laughs> the suppression memory was complete. Oh, I planned on re-triggering you with the Rainbow's Remedy. Yeah, that was... For sure. Yeah. Not in this moment, but no, oh, just in general. Oh, good. So I was going, It was going to bring it up, just but I just in, got brought it beforehand. Just like hang out in life. You're going to be like, hey, Nick, remember Rainbow's Remedy? Oh, yeah. I'll send you the picture of her all the time. And then I'm just gonna. And then what do you want me to do? Like punch a hole through your wall? Why would you tell me that? No, just punch a hole through whatever wall you're near. God, what if it's like a public place where like my hand would just break? Like it's a brick wall. That's, uh, That's probably just, what you'd want, isn't it? Break yeah. my, all my phalanges. Yeah. <laughs> do you hear that like Kill Bill music? Like me. Yeah. Right. Burr, exactly. <laughs> then this just zooms in on my eyes. And in your pupils is Rainbow, Rainbow's yeah. face. And then instead of punching a wall, I actually just put my own fist in my own skull. Whoa. <laughs> and then it's just done. Yikes. And before I do it, I say, remedy this. And then I'm just out. Whoop. How do you feel about that? Oh, that makes me think of... Uh, what does that make you think of? I, what does that possibly remind you of? Oh, I'm reminded I w- of. I was yeah. watching the movie Leviathan last okay. night. Great. Uh, oh. uh, Great. One of the three underwater creature movies that came out all in 1989. Oh, do, do people like have sex with these ones the, too or the, is this different? The Abyss and oh. um, Deep Star Six also came oh. out in 1989. But Leviathan has uh, quite a, st- a stacked uh, cast. Peter Weller, Good. Ernie Hudson, Great. Richard Crenna, nice. uh, Dan Daniel Stern. Ooh, impressive. Uh, That's uh, impressive. And then uh, Hector... Al- Alonzo or Albert Alonzo? I don't know if I've ever. But anyways, Daniel that. Stern is he plays like this mega perv in it. But it, the, Leviathan is basically like think of like the thing plus aliens but underwater. Oh, not aliens, alien thing. Yeah. The thing plus yeah, alien that vibe. Yeah, but underwater. Hey. And there's like some weird like bo- like the thing I say because there's like some weird like body morphing yeah, creature body, type oh. thing body going horror on. shit. Yeah, but there's a. There's a part at the end where Peter Weller has like a one-liner, like you said, remedy this. He's like, yeah. He's like, say ah, and he like threw the thing. Oh, he had a good one-liner at the end. That sounds real impressive. It made me laugh. I'm glad you were happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'll have to watch uh, it. It was. It's on Max right uh, now. It was, it was actually not terrible. I, oh, and, something's on Max right now. Impressive. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, Leviathan. It's a change of pace for them. Leviathan. Yeah, they're falling apart. Right? Is that the idea? Yeah, just the like every time I turn around, it's like, did you have a favorite show? Just it's gone. Did yeah. you want to watch Westworld again? 
That makes me Fuck so you. mad. I was so happy yeah, to watch like, that. Do you want to watch Westworld? Um, yes. The second season of Westworld, which is like people hate it. I was I like, obsessed I like, with that I like, season. I watched the second season twice because I didn't understand what, what happened. So I watched it again. Well, I like those first two seasons, but that third season yeah, was so yeah, fucking yes, bad. Well, bad. I never had a chance. It it's bad. like I never like, had a chance to watch the third season. No, you I never looking, knew the. I was looking yeah. forward to it. The third season is so fucking bad yeah, that it's just like I, I didn't even don't even care about that show anymore. I still, I mean, I still. I saw like what's it. her face be like. Oh yeah, I'm upset that we never got to finish it, and it keeps me up at night that I'll never know the end. But I was like, well, maybe the the third season wasn't so fucking bad when you did a fourth season that apparently wasn't was all right. Maybe people would have watched it if they if you gave them a fucking reason to care about it. Like you can't like just completely shit the bed. That's like what Game of Thrones like or ended lost. and people hate it so much. And that'd be like if they did did it one more season lost. after that. Don't and care. people would just be like, no, you just like fucked up so bad. How are we gonna watch another season? That was Westworld. Lo- and well, Lost is just so confusing because all they had to do is just answer some questions. Yeah. At the no. end, like like just tie it up in a little bow at the end. It'd be fine. My favorite thing about Lost was just like introducing like boop. Uh, are we gonna explain it? Mm, nope. Bye. But like, right. Something like Westworld set up so many amazing. Well, of course. When you watch it, it's like look at all these things that are set up, and then the third season is like, well, this is let's do a massive time jump, and then uh, it's not really about anything that we the other two seasons were about. Yeah. Oh, so that's what happened. Yeah, like, they like go oh, in the modern oh, world. Oh, there were all these worlds. You had these all. You, there weren't just Westworld. There was like Asian world. There was yeah. like all these cool things. I mean, we could have explored all this cool stuff. Nope. Yeah, I mean you nope. could watch you could watch the original Michael Crichton movie from like the seventies. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. It is awesome. You seen it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. And they made another sequel to that. When I couldn't watch the actual series, I was like, I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> I'm watch this and I was instead. like, well, it's also one of the few things Michael Crichton wrote and directed, so it was nice. Like it's his own little vision. Because like basically he's like, oh, what if I did this with dinosaurs? And that's just Jurassic Park. It's yeah. the same exact idea. But is it's it not same. anywhere? Like you can't watch it. Uh, anywhere? You can. It's on like. Tubi or something like that. Okay, you can watch the it. movie. No, Westworld. It's on like one of those other services. But you have to I watch tried ads. To search for, I couldn't find it. I kept trying to search for it. But I don't really that have that. I guess I don't really think ago. about that problem with Max as far as shows because I'm I was usually just browsing movies on there and there's like a mm-hmm. ton of plethora of, of movies. That's why I found Leviathan. I was like, oh, God, I've never seen that. And I know that's one of those like three of those underwater movies that came out is all it, which the same one, year. Which one is like? It, there's a movie that's impossible to find. Is Event Horizon nowhere to be found? It's on Prime right now. Yeah, it that is was somewhere. one that was unavailable forever. Right? Yeah. It just wasn't it's re- anywhere. It recently popped up on so Prime. I gotta watch that soon before they take it away again. Yeah, I, I just saw it pop up in there. And I added it to watch because I was like, oh, I haven't seen Event Horizon in forever, so I uh, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, I was doing like massive research into you know monsters, aliens, weird things. Mo- well, again, octopus people, water people. Well, watch Leviathan. It's underwater creatures hey, right. and stuff. I'm just saying. And not James Cameron because that's I'm obsessed. the abyss. Maybe they're octopus people. Can I add that to the bingo? Also, we've just ignored, not actually, this is a continuing conversation we had, like not on here, but that's fine. I'm just going to throw out there that as far as like things going on in the world, it's aliens, not aliens, but unidentified aerial phenomena has basically been confirmed and there's all these things and like no one cares. Yeah, no one cares about like, it. Like what no. is that? It's, it's real but strange and goofy, Then again, right? I've heard it argued that that's what they use when they want to distract you. But like, who's even distracting by that? No one's even talking about yeah, it. I think yeah. people are just like, like right? over aliens and they're just like, whatever, if they exist, they exist, cool. Yeah, honestly, I think aliens. most people would be like, just take me with you or Please, like, yeah. you know, ray gun me in the head. Like, <laughs> Like I think that's Rake on me in the head. I mean, it's either one or the other. I think there's just so much alien stuff 
out but they over don't the have years. to be people aliens. Just like, they could be underwater civilizations. Yes, they, I always yes, that's true. James Cameron has always been big on that Cloverfield. Like, yeah, just the. I mean, it's not a. Again, what are the chances of life on a different planet coming to us, or just our planet that has intelligent life having more intelligent life? The bad thing is though, when you say like Octo people, I always think of that movie Octoman. Remember we watched that? Was it bad? Octoman ruled. <laughs> but like that's not. I want. I want them to look cooler than what that. What was that one? Octoman's a badass. What was He's that Guillermo awesome. del Toro movie? He was awesome. Um, with the, the fish man. Yeah, with the she banged him. Yeah, I know. That is was the point with, of the movie. Where I'm like, is no. that the, what they uh, underwater lady, the life the, of water, the life of water, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. Something, but I just remember when I figured out like lady she's in the water. That's lady. No, that's different. Yeah, it's different. But I mean, that's M Night Shyamalan. That's M Night Shyamalan, where he, where in the movie, there's a movie critic character that hates his character, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's fine. Yeah, and he plays, and he's like the movie critic. He's like, you're good critics, and he's like, wow, this isn't, isn't that, this isn't projecting anything. Is that Jeffrey? What's voice. his face? He's got a voice. I don't know. Hmm? From American Fiction and Westworld. I thought that was him. Is he in Lady in the Water? I know remember Bryce Dallas Howard is in there, I think. I'll never know. Lady in the Water. And then there's that one guy, he has like a big giant muscle arm because he's just like, because he's jerking but off. There's a lot of movies. That's a character in that movie. I don't remember. What? Talks about working yeah, out Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey oh, Wright isn't. I've, he's the, I thought he was the critic. He might be the movie critic guy, but then M. Night Shyamalan is in it and he plays a character that's like a filmmaker and then he's like, wait, movie critic guy. But I mean, when M. Night, he peaks, he peaked so soon. He peaked so soon. His first movie was a banger. He's hit or miss, but I still will I watch it, whatever. Yeah, I still will watch whatever. Other than After Earth, that was awful. Yeah, I've never seen that. That's the, it whole, was that's the so Scientology one. Oh, that's with, uh, that's with Will Smith and his kid, his child. Yeah, it's and they have like a one. weird. The way they talk, it's like. Why do they talk? That's why I call it After Earth. Why they talk? I don't know. It's just like I don't know why. Like they like the whole movie. I remember seeing like the clips of it, but then it's like it's like based on some Scientology something. So, I mean, Scientology is a thing you can believe. Even option. It's a choice. There's a lot of choices on this. This pale, this pale blue dot of ours. It's a good time. That's why I don't blame aliens if they did come here and we're like, ooh. That's pass, why I don't think they, they're, gonna, they're gonna be like, nah, it's all right. They'll come here and be like, where's Zeno? Zeus Lapidus. Oh no, that's Xenon. Sorry. Yes, Xenon, not Zenu. <laughs> I think they care more about Xenon. Zeno like, is just Tom Cruise. He's just wearing a wig. Obviously, we've known this. There's a reason why he launches himself off of mountains. Yeah. Because he's invincible. He's a guy. Exactly. He wants to do artsy movies now again. He's done action stuff. He wants to be Vanilla Sky. He wants to be Elon Musk. Please. He wants oh, to go wow. back doing like. I was on board stuff. and then I wasn't on board. <laughs> I was like, Vanilla Sky, yes, no, not him. He wants to start doing artsy stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like, like why? What's I don't know. That's what he said Because he's old as hell. He can't fucking jump off a plane anymore. Does he want to make stuff like The Firm again? He was in that, right? Yeah, he was in yes. The Firm. <laughs> Is that what he wants to do? Risky business. Oh. oh, oops. Oh, he's going to make a sequel to Risky Business yeah. now? Mm, perfect. Well, he made Top Gun, too. So. Cocktail, too? All, just sequels to all his just movies why from not? the 80s. He's psychotic. I mean, you know, whatever. I can't say anything against him. My best friend, that's his favorite actor. So, I mean, he's a good actor. He's good, he makes he's good movies. He's good in yeah, movies. I won't movies. deny that. He's not a human being, but he is good in movies. I mean, that's okay. 
That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. That's what we want. Speaking of movies, like I mentioned, this we is watched the, one. We this, watched one. We, did we do watch, watch one. Film. And this is the, the final B movie breakdown, the last episode of the podcast known as B movie breakdown. Uh, it was a weekly podcast where we found the. Jeez. Where we found the. That's a somber tone. Where we found the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films. Oh, the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the. What the fuck? Oh, okay. God. I know that you're going to do mm-hmm. that. Is keeping me on my toes, <laughs> constantly keeping me on my toes. Um, but since this is the last podcast, <laughs> oh, get all your voices out. Yeah, get right? them all this out. This is what it is really about. Get them all out. This is what it's about. Just squeeze them out of your your just your beautiful orifice. And just let's hear them all. Say there. I didn't know either. I thought you were going to say nipples for some reason. Oh, oop, well, get them out of there. How often do you squeeze those out of that? They make a noise. Squeezing voices out of your nips. Yeah, you said it, not me. I was not going to have me say that on the internet. <laughs> yeah, nope. Screaming Nips is a good band name. It could oh, be. that is a good band name. I like that. Yeah, you would like that. <laughs> Saving that for later. Uh, <laughs> Saving it for... I, uh, okay. I put together a couple lists of movies. I'm going to ramble sure. through them really fast because one's long, but... Okay. Um, like a list of movies of like favorite movies we've I've, that we've watched for this podcast uh-huh. or that I've watched for this podcast because uh-huh. maybe some of you weren't here maybe for a couple Correct. of them. Gina wasn't here for some of them. Sure. So it's just movies and you can comment on them if you want. All I'll right. run through it real quick. It's a, like a list of my favorite movies that I may right. have, but movies that I, I can't m- wait to say they sucked. Movies I may have not watched <laughs> if it wasn't for this podcast. Oh, that's the most of these. So it's yeah. not but Rainbow it's, Remedy. But it's not like it can't. I'm not going to list like Halloween from like sure because like I would have seen that correct. Like if it, this yeah. podcast has nothing to do with me seeing. So that you're movie. like Rainbow Remedy. So Rainbow Remedy. That's it. That's the list. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. This is very, I love being sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, so um, Mac and Me. Uh, I w- I've seen it when I was a kid, but I wouldn't. I feel like I wouldn't have revisited it if sure. it wasn't for this podcast. Sure. Uh, FDR, American Badass, The Pit, Bloody Birthday, Rockula. Uh, special Rockula. shout out to Rockula. Yeah, that was nice. Because uh, yeah. we rewatched it, and then we we, re- we watched the movie The Granny from the same director, and we he did. gave us a copy of the fucking movie. He did. It was very nice. It's a movie you can't even find. It but was that very... director of Rockula. Correct. And Rockula is a wild. Movie. It's, fun. it's a special it's wild good. Dean Cameron is in it. It's fun. Uh, and it is an insane movie. It is fun. But it doesn't have a lot to do with rock, but there's like a rap part. A lot of you love. There is like a music, but there's a, also a part of the movie where the movie becomes a music video, but it's also something people were watching on TV. So you're confused as to like, was this a music video or was this part of the movie? I don't really that's know. Just, mm. That's just higher brain power filmmaking right there. Correct. Because <laughs> the director just, himself also did not, would not confirm or, nor deny if the music video was part of the movie. No, or, it's not a music, music video. You gotta, you gotta let, leave the audience with something to wonder about. Anyways, uh, Meet the Applegates, The Buttercream Gang, Ugh. Oh yeah, Dead Heat, Ricky O, The Story of Ricky, probably one of my favorite martial arts movies ever, and I watched it for this podcast. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Uh, it's, so, it's so impossible to find sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you, did I watch that? You, you can't get it on Blu-ray. You can't get it... I don't know. It's a very bloody, like ridiculous martial arts movie, but it's so fucking awesome. Yeah. Like punches holes through people's heads and stuff, and... It's oh, just ridiculous, nice. um, but it's absolutely amazing. Class of 1999, it's a robot movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. 
uh, Miami Connection. Yeah. How can we forget Miami fucking Connection? Yeah. yeah. Watched it like three or four times it's for pretty, this goddamn it's podcast. Good. It's pretty good. Miami um, Connection's good. Yeah. I the mean, best part is rewatching it. Like it still hits the same. It does every oh, yeah. time. It, it still hits, hits the same. You think it won't? It does. The scene where he gets the letter. Oh, I mean, father, infamous. It's father. <laughs> and the deleted scene where they're like, "That's James' father's plane." <laughs> it's like, know what? How do they know? And then his dad shows up and he's, he looks. He looks younger than them. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like spray paint. And, like a gray mustache is so bad. Oh, son. <laughs> uh, Shakma. Oh, that yeah, is Shakma. one that we watched. Yes. Yeah, yeah Shakma. Uh, it was like a, a killer a baboon, like a, a killer. killer baboon that was loose in this like building. Oh. Yep. Uh, the FP was like a Dance Dance Revolution. Oh yeah, I remember battle a post apocalyptic yeah. movie where Dance Dance Revolution was like how people battle like yes. fought. That's the FP was good. Uh, the Paper Boy. Killer kid movie, yeah. lots of killer kid movies for this podcast, but the Paperboy was one. Sure. It was one where the kid was like, "That's my family, you sure. your family." Yeah. Uh, body bags. Yeah, uh, body that was bags. one that Gina was all about that we watched, and yeah. I'd never seen a John Carpenter anthology movie. Yeah. Oh wow, Mark Hamill's in one. That's fun. Uh, What's his a, face? Stacy Stacy Keach, Keach is in he gets another. the fake eye or the yeah. other person's eyes. Oh yeah. wow, that haunted me. It's like, I better not need a transplant to be haunted by their body. Uh, it's just something else to worry about, right? Something else to think about. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, geez, what if... Oh, it's uh, like, well, what, what is this going to do to me? No vital organs for me, Doc. That's somebody else's haunted life. Yeah, I don't want their soul in me. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? Uh, pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. Classic. Because uh, yeah. I mentioned FDR making badass. Same director there. Man, Manborg. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. One of Gina's mm. absolute favorites, I know. Colored of Night. Oh, jeez. What? It was uncomfy. Oh. It was like a fuck movie with um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and Brad Dorif is in it, and he's awesome in it. What was it Mm -hmm. called? I think that's the reason I liked it so much. It's like this movie. Is it like a serial killer in it? Yes. Mm -hmm. But like, and Bruce Willis can't see red. (laughs) Does does a serial killer, does he like burn off all his fingertips? Is that a thing? I'm thinking I don't remember. I don't remember. But they're like in a therapy group, and one of the, oh, the okay. serial killer Maybe is not. one of the people in the therapy right. therapy group. They mention it on Yellow Jackets, and, and seen, she's like, "You're watching Color of Night again." Oh, that's and she's wild. like implying that she's like horny watching it or oh, whatever. Sure. And you see because it's like a sex, it's like a lusty whatever. Sure. And you see Bruce Willis's wiener. Yeah, that's you also do? why. Yes. Yeah. You see that? You see the Bruce Willis. And there's a character that's a woman playing a boy, but you can totally tell it that it's a woman playing a boy. Yeah. Because it. She's not supposed. She's this, like undercover. Like, oh. but you can always give like this is not. Why does this person look? It looks off. Like, yeah, what's oh. going on here? Sure. So the the when there's the okay. reveal, you're like, oh yeah, I, yes, sure. This was a woman in a short haired wig that we could tell the entire time. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Well, anyways, uh, I just I knew Gina loved Color of Night. <laughs> Of course. Uh, Hell good, comes to Frogtown with Rowdy oh, Roddy yeah, Piper. Frogtown. Hell yeah. comes to Frogtown. Uh, the Phantom of the Opera from 1989, with, starring Robert England. I feel like is an underrated, forgotten about movie. Sure. Uh, the Peanut Butter Solution. Oh God. Which was absolutely oh, fuck. insane. One of the most insane movies ever. Uh, Mikey, another killer kid movie. Gleaming the Cube, uh, skateboard movie. Blood Rage, awesome. Thanksgiving horror movie that people forget about. Uh, Ninja Trilogy, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, Ninja 3, The Domination. Uh, one of Nick's favorites, Invasion U- USA. That's a good one. That's true. That's one I actually remember. None of those I even remember their names at all. <laughs> you might have not been on there Probably not. prior. So, uh, I don't remember any of those things. Invasion USA. Which is strange. Roar. 
Yeah, Roar. Uh, Peggy, yeah. Peggy Sue got married. There you mm-hmm. go. Which is uh, hitting those. fantastic. I never saw Roar. Oh, so we'll just watch it for fun sometime. Yeah, it's I a just want to watch it so I understand watch. Dakota Johnson's trauma. Uh, yeah, you will. <laughs> we saw Madam Web when we were on vacation. Oh, no. So honestly, I didn't hate it. But I would, didn't but hate it. Why would you pay money? I mean, we you wanted to go know. see. You never know. We're yeah. weird, like, like the, theater people, so we wanted to go see it in a theater, like a chain that was like not sp- like we familiar to us. Were there was other it better movies than, out? Was it better also, than, everything in Santa Fe shuts down at like eight p.m. Were there other movies out? Was it better than Morbius? Nah, it oh, wasn't okay. as. And it's trash. It Morbius wasn't as sucked. funny as like Morbius, Morbius was at least ass. funny. Bad. Fuck. Morbius. Madam Web. Morbius sucked ass. Madam Web wasn't like it. Just wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. Yeah, I mean, cool. Peter I think Parker's thing, mom's in it. She's pregnant. I guess Peter's cool in their belly. Cool. I think the thing I will say about this podcast is my tolerance for like a bad movie is just like so is high. Is that cool? Yeah, for sure. Like I just it has to be like. I, and, no, but why? No are, why was will it, be the worst? This, why, movie why, why is I've anybody seen. in it? Right. Why is anybody anybody of merit in it? Why is Adam Scott Ben Parker? Why is why he not? Uncle Ben? Why he not had a ben? bill to pay. He had to pay his he, bills. He, he has plenty of money. Um, you can always have more the money. The yeah, money duh. is forever. You think you think he's just gonna stop wanting money? I think Mr. Wendy's wanted to charge us five dollars more when it's twelve o'clock. Can you imagine if this shit goes through? That's different. He's running a business. They said they won't. He's they running. Said they a, won't. He's running a business. What do you think movies are? It's his career. Yeah, I just don't know. Every actor. Dakota Johnson's like, I'm never gonna watch the movie. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. Yeah, the guy. Pay, they got paid, man. Yeah. Just trash. You yeah. tell, you tell and me. Then we have the, the Cravens have... coming out soon too. We just get Sony just keeps putting out this fucking trash. Right, I made a mistake. He yeah. did. It's just <laughs> why do they get, keep getting but, away with it? But my point is, why do they keep m- getting to do mil- this? Millions of people. No one's stopping them. Millions of people all across America do jobs they don't care about to make money. Yeah. Well, why would it be any different? Yeah, I guess. I agree. You it's know just, what I mean? Like it's that's right, actually, what else? Were your... Sony just needs to be stopped. It's actually a huge problem in our society. Anyways, just, <laughs> these working just to. Just to get by doing things you hate. Anyways, attack of something worth addressing. Maybe not here, but attack of the killer shrews. Shout out to Marcus. Marcus. He's a stink bag. Mm -hmm. He uh, Uh, he has been called that over the years. He's been called a stink bag many times. That's true. Uh, Swamp ape. Brain damage. That's a good one. Swamp Eight Rules. Uh, Big man on campus. Last American Virgin. Amityville, nineteen ninety two. It's about time. Bigfoot the movie, The Guardian, Unquenchable Thirst for Boner Juice. Oh, yeah. The Christmas Tree, Better Watch Out, Neon Maniacs, a movie that was amazing and had no ending. Honestly, more frustrating to me than anything else in this world. I almost wish like Lost would have ended like Neon Maniacs. It just like sets up an epic battle and then it's just like, we're done. It's just over now. Bye. Uh, Done. Uh, Shout out to Neon Brainiacs podcast, Friends of the Show. Absolutely. Ben, the one of the men, gentlemen on there, yeah. check out his band Pummeled. They're fantastic. Sure. I listen to them a lot. They're cool. awesome. Cool. Uh, Bigfoot. The, oh, I mentioned that. You did. Uh, where was I? Psycho two, three, and four. Uh, probably would have never watched those if it wasn't for this podcast. Those were all great. Yeah, Psycho is rules as a franchise in total. And people, for, I think people just they don't think about it. They don't think about it. The Granny, which I already mentioned, Martial Law one and two. Got to give a shout out to Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, who we thoroughly enjoyed many times on this podcast. It's Alive, 1, 2, and 3. All those movies ruled. Uh, Puppet Master, Littlest, Littlest Reich, Summer of 84, Slaughter Drive, speaking of Ben Deedles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Death Wish series, 1 through 5. That shirt I still sometimes wear I, at, home. at I home. I don't wear it out. It's too big <laughs> for me. But like I have it. It's fine. Mine isn't too big. It's just like awkwardly shaped. Maybe I'll just... If that makes sense. Maybe like for, it's like... Does yeah, it, no, I it's feel like you. It's like... 
it fits, but then it is bigger in some parts than it is in others. And Maybe. it like looks like awkward. I think for the summer, I'm just going to make it a crop top. That's what I should start yeah, with. There you go. There yeah, you go. Slaughter Jive, we have those shirts. Uh, but the Death, Death Wish uh, whole entire series, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Charles should, Bronson. Yeah, they're great. Uh, morbid, so, terrible. Yeah, morbid and terrible. It's trauma. Got to see Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum as a rapist. Oh. Uh, society. <laughs> I just, okay, go on. Society. Ew. Um. Yeah, do you like human flesh? Sick. Do you like society. all the flesh? I saw a meme recently. It was like, um, it was like one of those memes of like movies in the eighties. No one, and then it was like society. the butt head uh, thing from society. Well, it's just that's um, just what it just talks about. What rich people may or may not do, right? Exactly. It's all linked together in a sex flesh orgy. That's why I thought about salt burn. I thought it was gonna be like a society thing, and then it wasn't. And I was no. like, whatever, not this hey, boring. Um, Alice, sweet Alice, Life Force, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night Two, Robo Vampire, which was like two movies. Pushed together in one. I like one. that concept, yeah. A uh, little Bigfoot. No, that wasn't one of Nick's favorites. What? It wasn't uh, bad. <laughs> along with, along with, uh, and you thought your parents were weird. He's a robot. Uh, Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity. The Boogities. Can't forget about the Boogities. Oh, uh, Tammy and the T Rex. It's yeah. classic. Blood Games. Tammy and the T Rex won our best movie poll. It did. did. It did win the it best won. of the best. And of by the, poll, it was just a tournament. The, the three of us talking about yes. a tournament. Oh, yeah. It was a tournament we did. Uh, but yes, Tammy the T-Rex, Blood Games, You Lucky Dog, Kirk Cameron, who swaps places with a dog. Kirk Cameron, can, like, talk to what, dogs. A, what a treasure. Kirk, uh, the Dragon Lives Again. Oh, sorry, I meant Arf. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Lives Again, that was that Bruce Lee movie that with that was not Bruce Lee in it, but they yes. said it when like, Popeye was in it and uh, yeah. James Bond. When and, I was watching that one, I forwarded most of it and didn't care. And uh, The Exorcist <laughs> was in it. There was a lot going on. There was a lot of weird characters the, it was nuts yeah but the character of Popeye will always stick it was in my head Popeye. Uh, To Catch a Yeti starring Meatloaf oh. uh, Raggedy Ann and Andy the musical adventure what a fucking mind trip that movie and it's an animated movie it's a fucking trippy as shit weird uh, The Exorcist 3 which I think is an extremely underrated that movie's movie. good uh, the Shaggy yeah. Shaggy DA watching a man in a dog suit punch somebody in the face funny. is a fucking all-time classic moment of this podcast. It is funny. Uh, the Church, Communion, Josie and the Pussycats, Psycho Gorman, oh. Porky's 1, 2, and 3, uh, the entire Ralphie-verse movies. That was great. Definitely wouldn't have watched all those uh, for no, this podcast. So Hot Noodles, Haven so, of Bliss. Yeah, so we watched so good. Phantom of the Open Hearth. Yeah. The Great American Fourth of July and Other Disasters, The Star-Crossed Romance of Josephine so Kosnowski, Ollie Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss, My Summer Story, and then obviously Christmas, I, Christmas Story. Or yeah, because I want to watch, like, and Shep has so many, like, videos and just audio recordings yes. from his radio days and, like, oh, yeah. his it, it, we, public We went access. down such a deep dive yeah. of him and because, all his works. Because if you like any of those movies, you can watch any of the old, like, specials he had because it's just him narrating. It's the same shit, and it's great. It makes me happy. Uh, Eyes of Laura Mars, Sewer Gators, uh, Beastmaster series. All three of those were absolutely outrageous. Surviving Edge Weapons. How can we ever oh, forget? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Advanced Delvonics. Shout out to Taylor. Correct. And mm-hmm. then uh, the last couple movies we did, I did thoroughly enjoy some of those. Vibes with Cindy yeah, Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. Good. I actually yeah. really liked um, that one. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker was so <laughs> insane, especially the ending. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. And then the one of the last ones we watched, Cast a Deadly Spell. I thought that... Mm-hmm. Even that one somebody, was good. Gina does not like noirs, and she liked that. It yeah. was like... It was good. It was like nice. Lovecraft, people use magic, but you in, would like like the fifth, in like yeah. the 50s. Mm-hmm. Like was the, it called was it in the 40s? 50s? So it's like a period piece? Like a period piece? But people use magic. 
Yeah, that's, but yeah, people. It's like commonplace to use magic, and it's kind of like a yeah, like what's, a, what's it called? There's a lot of titles there. Cast, Cast a, deadly a deadly spell. spell. Okay, I'll it was an HBO original movie, that and the guy great. Fred I'll Ward forget. from Tremors is the lead. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. That's so, nice. There we go. Anyways, and here's a quick list of the worst movies: Fireproof, starring Kirk Cameron. It, it was horrible, but it's fucking amazing, ridiculous. He's a firefighter whose wife's gonna divorce him because he can't stop watching porn. <laughs> Continue. Uh, the rape of Richard Beck. Starring Richard Crana, who plays a cop who um, thinks rape victims bring it upon themselves and stuff, and then he gets raped one day, and then nobody believes him. Oh my god! And it's a whole thing. And then Rainbow uh, Remedy, <laughs> Rollerball, uh, Kaboom, which was the Ariaki movie. Yeah, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my whole oh, fucking really? life. Oh really? I've never seen Kaboom, but it's, I do like him. It had Thomas Decker, who from Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, in it. It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I Frankenstein, World Combat Annihilation, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, Fantastic Four from 2015, Left Behind from 2014, Nemesis 2, because Nemesis 1 was awesome, and then Nemesis 2 was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Left Behind rules. Uh, Left Behind with 2014? Isn't the first one? Nicolas Cage? No, it doesn't rule. Yeah, that one's fucking horrible. (laughs) Uh, Jason Goes to Hell, River of Darkness, starring Kurt Angle, Transformers The Last Night. Wow, that's tough. (laughs) Worst, really? I fell asleep in the movie theater that's sitting your, next to you. That's your own fault. Uh, Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. Uh, Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Dream a Little Dream 2, another movie with absolutely no ending. And it was just like, what just happened? Uh, the Mummy with Kurt, with Tom Cruise. We talked about Tom Cruise. The Mummy with him was pretty fucking bad. I thought it was um, fun on its own for what it was. It was just like, whatever. We Wish You a Turtle Christmas. Uh, deck the halls with pepperoni and rasta. How can you hate or, that? That's like top tier shit. <laughs> Geostorm, Kindergarten Cop Two, starring Dolph Lundgren. Oh, it's a weird, it's a uh, weird thing. Camp Death Three in Two D, Death Wish with Bruce Willis, horrible. Um, Post apocalyptic Commando Shark, the movie Night. Remember the movie Night we watched? That guy sent us. That was fucking one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> Remember it was like somebody in a basement. Don't you don't have to remind me. You think I don't have you think I don't remember the trauma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Hornet. Well, that was one of the worst movies ever. Turtles 3? Turtles 3 is one of the worst movies. It's like unwatchable. What? It's so bad. Unwatchable. Uh, speed no highly opinion. disagree. Remember Hornet with the Beam Bumblebee movie? Hornet was hilarious. Uh Speed Kills with uh We've watched way worse things. Speed Kills with John Travolta when he was like boat racing. It's just wild. This is nuts. Uh, Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, uh, Hellboy from 2019, Dinosaur Experiment, aka okay, Raptor Ranch, Christmas Twister, Santa Jaws, Bigfoot vs. the Illuminati. I know that was one of Nick's absolute favorite movies. That is, I mean, we can you, see now you're getting to the bad ones. Yeah. Left Behind, one, two, and three. See, what a fucker. Uh, you knew he was going to do it. The first one's fine, but the second and third one are fucking dog shit. Uh, I mean, Food Fight. Complete dog shit. What if Bibles were contaminated to kill <laughs> to kill Christians? I mean, uh, what if Electra, the director's cut that we watched, Caddyshack two. It's a weird plot point. Hell, <laughs> Hellraiser, Inferno, Hellseeker, Deader, Hellworld, and Judgment all fucking suck ass. Uh, Jigs- they, have, they have merits. Where's Cap'n? Oh, Why would you do that to me? I escaped that one. Why? Thirty five minutes of a Muppet rave in the darkness. Yeah, that's... Uh, Morbius, Halloween Ends, and the last one... Oh, yeah, Halloween Ends. Last one on here, uh, for everybody's sake, Rainbow's Remini. No. Yeah, because it's just a trauma video. <laughs> okay, also, just going back to Greg Araki, watch Smiley Face, that's all. Is that with... Uh, Anna Faris and um, John Krasinski. I remember that being okay. But... Oh, and He Who Shall Not Be Named. Oops. 
Uh, what's his face Kevin from that seventy show? No, from that seventy show that just oh. got in all that trouble. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, hide. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to throw those movies out there for the, sure. the worst, but the best ones because we've watched a lot of great movies. So go back and check out those episodes or those movies I listed, even though there's fucking lightning fast. Uh, there going, were many going, going throughout a lot of those. Um, but so lots of great movies, lots of great memories on this podcast. But one great memory that we're going to have here on the final episode is that we watched a Uva Bowl movie for the first time <laughs> ever on this whole entire podcast. We've never watched an Uva Bowl movie. Strange. I'm it glad. It is we, very strange and wild. Glad we pulled one out. And why not? <laughs> and why not go out with one of what is labeled as one of the worst movies of all time by one I of mean, the worst directors of all time? It is Alone in the Dark. It's the best of the worst. I was in Turtles three, not the best Turtles movie. Turtles 3. I mean, it's just so they go back in time. It's and just there's fine. no redeeming value. That's oh, I'm nuts. sure I loved it as a kid. Yeah, as a kid I loved it, but as an adult, as I'm an like, adult, this geez. is hard to watch. I'm an adult and I'm like, this is fine to watch. The other two are better, but it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Wish it would have involved other characters and different stuff, but it's fine. As opposed to the suckling, which was like in a like a some kind of whorehouse abortion clinic with monsters in the walls. Whoa. It's fucking terrible. I never saw that movie. Just look up what the suckling looks like. You're like, oh, you don't want to watch yeah, that. This girl goes to this whorehouse that's also an abortion clinic and has an abortion and the baby goes in the sewer and it gets covered with like ooze, mutated ooze, kind of like Ninja Turtles, but then it's like a monster and it attacks everybody. It's nothing like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> kind of, man. Kind of. I said kind no. of in this fact that there's a mutation. Well, if that's the case, a lot of things are like Ninja Turtles. Mutation. Okay, can I say something? Like, I didn't think this movie was... That bad. It wasn't that bad. It was just grating. This movie is bad. You know, it is bad, but it's not like the worst movie I've ever watched. To your point earlier, look at everything we've watched. <laughs> yeah, that's what so, I'm I mean, saying. Like, so, like, I don't think people can fully appreciate <laughs> what a bad movie is. No, that's just no redeeming, useless. Big versus Illuminati. Watch that and compare it. This one at least has a plot and characters <laughs> well, that do for, things. Big versus Illuminati. Remember, it had like Victor Crowley. And yeah, it's Elvis. nuts, and they're the same alien footage. It was literally the same like f- recycled footage. For like an hour. What it's was wh- that Paul Bunyan thing? Oh yeah, we watched uh, Axe Giant. That was the horrible. Legend of Paul Bunyan. Was is that bad too? Yeah. It was, like a, it was like you know what? Honestly, rethinking about when I saw that on the list of movies we watched, I was thinking about you know that one's not that. I don't remember being that terrible because it's just like one of those Sci Fi Channel original movies. They all they're bad, but they're just like they're almost just like whatever. It's That's like, like I'm saying. The Raptor Ranch is that so, kind of stuff. High. It's so high. Like just from what, and that is one thing I will say as for all the bad shit that we had to watch, it has raised my tolerance, and now I will be the only one in a group of people not puking on the ground at a movie and be right. like, I actually kind of like this part. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it made me qualities. able to watch Madame Web when the whole entire internet was trying to tell me it was the worst thing they've ever seen. I mean, seen. I'll watch Madame Web when it's on streaming, but I'm definitely not going to pay so much, money to go to the movie. Why is there see. so much overreacting? No one has to say Madame Web was awesome, but like, guys. It's just so you can it just make had a to TikTok. be like an internet meme thing. Yeah. Just like it's, Morbius. And then that backfired because then the studio's like, let's re release yeah, it. Yeah, we, they love it. And then it just made no money again. Yeah, it was like, like no, no one's watching failed. it. Yeah, no one's watching it. We're just talking about it. They're just making fun of it. Uh, the, this movie, though, it's just like, it's, it's just like a. It, 
there was almost there's like no main like really villain. There was, was like nothing that really I was, happened. I was thinking about this because it's one of my favorite things. There's only only one franchise in, in all of human history was able to like nail the opening crawl for a movie with narration or reading. Only one. It's just Star Wars. Yeah. There's no other one that gets away with it or can do it. For some reason, that's just like a sweet spot. Because before, I have to listen to a whole fucking short story before the movie starts. Yeah, it's like a full page. But they're yeah, like, the what reason are we doing? you have a short story here is because they don't give you anything else in the movie. They give us tidbits, but this also doesn't matter. Also, how many shots do we get where like a car is driving and there's like dialogue explaining a scene we didn't film? Yeah, like at least four or five. It is literally a lot of Christian Slater talking to you, talking to the viewer. Which, and you know what? Narrating. I'm sorry, this might be a different experience for you, but I am fine with. With what? Hearing Christian Slater talk yeah. about whatever. I, I don't, don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't I like talk Christian about a fucking Slater. hamburger for three hours. He, I don't care. Christian Slater is one of my favorite right. movies of all Listen, time. For me, this was a double up. Christian Slater and Stephen Dorff for like two of my biggest childhood crushes. So them both in one spot. Oh, I, you were say, I didn't even care about this movie. I thought was you were about. Say Christian Slater and Tara Reid. Oh, no. I'm sorry. What's she, what's she even doing? Tara Reid is Unbelievably bad in this movie. Yeah, she's she's never was a good actress. She also doesn't even have anything to do with the character. Doesn't even do anything. I could tolerate her in those Sharknado movies. Well, yeah, they're supposed to be that bad. But they are. But they're but they're playing it up at least, and she is at least acting like she's playing it up. In this, it's just like, man, the delivery, everything is just. It's. You don't think that she's an assistant curator for a museum? You don't think that? I think it's convincing. Yeah, it's not a. Also, there was an entirely different script for this movie. No, that existed, <laughs> no. and then what? Uva Bull came in with his people and was like, "We got to change this," because they made it what the game is like, where it's like this like survival horror investigative whatever thing. Yeah, was the game anything like this at all? No, isn't this no, what he does no, every time? There's yeah, no creatures. There's yeah. no creatures. Doesn't in the he game. just shit all over a script every time and make it nothing like the game that he bought the? Whatever. Tries right, to right. Or at least in House of the Dead, there were zombies in the, the game. The game doesn't have any creatures? No. So why is there creatures? The game in has this? no creatures. In, uh, in Alone in the Dark? Yeah, there's no creatures. So what do you It's fight? like an investigative, like, there's paranormal stuff, but it's like more like, the games are more like unsettling and creepy and like you're trying to, like, it's a lot of like detective work and like murders and stuff like that. Because I assume the game was a shooter. Same. No, it's a third person, like survival horror like Resident Evil but not as many creatures and stuff no the There's guy actually who wrote the script like for this weeks. he was like butthurt about it he was like not happy about oh this. yeah he was uber pissed at Uwe 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 very upset with him um yeah, he said that the original script took the Alone in the Dark premise and depicted it as if it were actual based on true story of a private investigator whose missing person's case began to uncover a disturbing paranormal secret. I was told that the eyes of the writer following Edward Carn- Carnby, so that's a character in the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and coworker, uh, so it says like, we try to stick close to the HP Lovecraft style of the games and the low tech nature of the original game. Uh, always keeping the horror in the shadows so you never saw what was coming for them. 
Thankfully, Dr. Bull, apparently he has PhD, so he wow. likes to be referred okay. to as doctor. And just give um, those out. It's just was so able to hire his loyal team his of hacks to crank out something so much better than our crappy story and add in all sorts of terrifying horror movie essentials like opening gateways to alternate dimensions, bimbo blama archaeologists, sex scenes, <laughs> mad scientists, slimy dog monsters, special armory forces designed to battle, battle slimy CG dog monsters, terror read, matrix slow motion gun battles and car chases. Oh yeah, and 10 minute opening backstory s- scroll read aloud to the illiterate audience. The only people able to successfully miss all the negative reviews. I mean, hell, Bull knows what, what that's where the real scares lie. That's from the original, the writer who wrote the original. Yeah, he's not pleased. I mean, yeah, he'd be upset it's and like, I would be too. Right. Yeah, he wasn't about it. But I just don't understand why. Like what? Because like. Is this post-Matrix, this movie? Yes, 2005. Okay, it's very obvious. Correct. He would do that a lot in his movies. Even in House of the Dead, there's like, they had this like. 360 camera like rig yeah, that, that would like deal. go around that right. like go around somebody yeah. and I watched the making of that movie and like he literally says well we had this so I thought it'd be fun to just use it so yeah. each character in that movie gets their own 360 like thing for no reason for no reason <laughs> Cause, just because they had it I mean it makes sense right but Why the not? but the lengthy text crawl was actually added after test audiences saw the movie. Because they were like, "What the yeah, fuck no is going, going on?" People were so confused. Yeah, but like, <sighs> well, I think it's like too. Sometimes in the movie, I'm like, "Is there a setup for this? Like, did no. we just get here? Where yes. are we? Where is everyone?" Just like, sh- but like, the whole point of a movie is like the show, not to tell. I mean, unless the telling is like part of the story, like you know. Yeah, you there, don't want to have to pedantically sit everyone no, down. There is talking about in movies, but also there's not just movies that just give you like 18 walls of exposition of a character talking. It's like those usually aren't great movies because you couldn't have like shown me this somehow. Yeah, right. You no. Know, <laughs> instead, you're just like, well, this, the, 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 these people a long time ago, they disappeared. So we got some Roanoke stuff going on. And then there's a, we don't know, they're battling monsters and these monsters. And then there's a government agent called 713. And it's a one three or who, 812 who gives a shit. Secret society doing God knows what, making monsters. And then here's a film. And here's a guy. And there was a guy who's doing savage, savage experiments on orphans. Correct. Mm-hmm. To merge man with these creatures. So they basically summed up the whole movie, like before the movie, yes. because yes. no one knew what was going on. Yes. yes. And it's just like, because the movie is absolutely confusing to what is going on most of the time. It's like not, you just like you just you're on for the for this ride, and it's just like I mean, there's only one character who goes through any development. It was Burke. He started off as kind of being, being a dick, and then he was like a good guy. No one else developed, grew, did anything. No, unless they were just attacked there. by a monster. You're almost just supposed to already know who Edward Carnby and Aileen. I think her name was yeah, her name was Aileen. Aileen. Um, Cedric R. I just don't get why you would make like I just don't understand how you could even I don't know there's different kinds of stories but like this is you're, you're a storyteller and this is the, how you want to tell but a story e- even the opening crawl makes almost like it's so like well, there's so much going so on it, it's like it's like I know I wrote ping all over the place down from it I literally said <laughs> yeah, what do we got when it was over with I literally said what the fuck is this shit about <laughs> 67 mine workers discovered a long lost native civilization the Ab- Ab- the Abkani is that it's not even real, right? We discussed that. Yeah, it's from bitches um, in the game. They believe there was a world of light and a world of dark. Ten thousand years ago, they opened the gates between the worlds. Before they could close it, something evil slipped through, and the yeah. Abkani mysteriously vanished from the world. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, and the victims of the experiment survived as sleepers, lost souls awaiting the the moment of yeah. uh, of their calling. 
Yeah, from the uh, the horrible experiments. Oh, and Bureau 713, the Government Paranormal Research Agency, would, agency was established to uncover things. That's why I throw things. <laughs> I just don't, like, there's no there's no character beats. And this could be said for many things that we've watched. There's no character beats. The thing there's, is, you could, there's no purposes for anything to happen. You could have had Lionel Hudgens be this monster character. He kind of is, but he almost is like, it doesn't matter. Right? Well, he, like, doesn't even... He matters in the beginning the end, with he the kids. He would have like alien powers or something, I mean, dimensional powers. He, or but he shit. starts off and it's like, oh my god, this guy's like telling this nun like to tell the police orphans disappeared. I'm stealing all these orphans. It's like, wow, this guy's like a monster. But then like he's never really in much of the movie, and when he is, it doesn't really matter. And then there's almost like there's just like no real villain. There's no nothing to be like up against other than the creatures, and they're like just all over the place here and there. It's just like a mess. There's like why the why is anything even happening? The creatures didn't look that bad. No, they didn't. They they, they don't sci-fi original quality. They don't look they they don't look terrible when they're in the dark. Yeah. But when they right. get into the light, especially that scene where they're all going down those the woods when he sends them down the hill, yeah. they looked atrocious yeah, yeah, during yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and then when they're like killing all those different like um like Gar agents agents from Bureau Seven, which went on so long, it went on forever. So I'm like, what is? I'm like, how can he this just feel really so like, long? He just likes the action of it. it. It went on forever, and also all of the um, all the P, all the Seven Thirteen agents, they what they were wearing was paintball gear. I mean, that checks out. Yeah, that checks out. Early two thousands is gear. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, the speaking of the CGI, after the execs read the green draft, the green draft of the shooting script they gave him an addition they gave uvable an additional 10 million dollars and he dumped all of it into special effects i mean i believe that what else are you gonna do like you said like when you said post matrix i'm like of course this makes so much sense just blow his load on like look what i can do yeah just max out he also wanted christian barrel and jessica alba for the leads whoa (laughs) oh so they turned it down no thank you these are like uh oh they turn it down the studio is like no no, he he tried. They it's tried. It's hard for me to imagine what Christian Slater was at this point in his career, like if he was like considered like eh. I or think not. this was just before he did that show. Body, what was that show about lies? Remember he could like he was like a human lie detector oh, thing. Oh yeah, and it was on for a while on like Fox. Yeah. I think it was just before oh, sure. like that came out. So he was like just before he started doing I know TV because then he did that about. like Mr. Robot. So he was on Mr. there. Mr. Robot was good. He was, so yeah. I think like you know he started doing a lot more like TV. Not long. Maybe this is why he's just like well this fuck like everybody fucking hates this movie. Well, also it's, it wasn't made the best. I think seen, no, it's fucking horrible. I mean, Tara reads the Canary in the Coal Mine always. Oh, one hundred percent. And also, Uwe Boll <laughs> said on multiple occasions he regretted having her in the film. One reason was because she had a no nudity clause in her contract at the time of production, okay. and now we're on terror and, side. Huh? And he made it clear to the made it clear to director Uva Bowl that she will not show any nudity in the film. He tried to get her to change her mind and pressure her to get, get nude. Get please. nude for yeah, this. Just be naked. He wanted Prevent her to be it. naked in the sex scene between her and Christian Slater, which served that, no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Um. And she refused, and which caused friction between the two of them for the rest of production. On the DVD, yeah. on the DVD we'll, commentary, Bull remarked about how he wished he would have gotten a European actress for the part instead, as they're not so uptight about getting nude for movies. He just needed them titties. He just wanted special effects and realistic sex <laughs> for this movie. 
man, when that, that what a tagline that is or something. <laughs> oh so my that's. God. I so mean, he's a. It's like he's like a known asshole anyway, right? Yeah. So now we're, I mean, it's like I, a dick. We're on Team Terror for this because like it's in the contract. Literally, this was signed. Uh, this was what we're working with, and he's like, "Wow, you could no, man. She's yeah. not doing it. Yeah, no. not for this. No, no, no. It was not happening for this movie. Absolutely not. There's only there's only one redeeming value of this movie." What, and, it's, it, and it's some, it ends? it's something it, <laughs> yes it's something I owned I owned the disc soundtrack game. for this movie oh, oh yeah sure. I, I read about people this, talking about this how movie good the was a, had a two disc soundtrack that was a nuclear blast so uh, so and it was just like full of just like any metal yeah like I mean, it bands, sounds it sounds like, uh, that were on nuclear blast every nuclear blast artist was featured yeah. on the it sounds album. of the era for sure so like, well that's when you know a certain I mean certain movies today still have like good soundtracks but i just feel like yeah there's not really any more like iconic i feel like back in the day people like different bands would write music for a soundtrack they oh, yeah. didn't you know what i mean like right. and metal soundtracks in the early to mid 2000s were a huge deal we've talked about they it before were. on this yes. podcast about how so many artists like they wanted to get on like a horror movie whatever mm-hmm. even something like this were uh, were actually the soundtrack for this movie like sold extremely well. I can see that. songs are good. Most people just weren't seeing the movie because, like me, I was like, "Oh, I like a lot of these bands, but I don't always have. I don't have all these bands CDs and stuff. But right. like, here's a good like collection. Like almost like you burned the CD. Yeah, right. it's like a mixtape. Yeah, because it was exactly like Doom, Borger, Shadows Fall, Fear Factory, In Flames, Agnostic Front, God Forbid, Chimera, uh, Dark Tranquility, Machine Head, Soil Work. I mean, these are all like Michigan. Well, that's, that's why all the uh, of filth. most movie soundtracks were so cool to buy because they were just mixtapes. Like, yeah. oh, this is cool. And this one's just like, if you do you like this kind of metal from this time, yeah. uh, any nuclear blast artist. Yeah. Well, they just dumped every one of their big, yeah. uh, their big artists Go for on it. a two disc sound. This, this movie that's a complete yeah. dog shit. It's huge. Had a two disc <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, it's huge. And then. Though at the end, the uh, song at the end of the movie by Nightwish is alarming when it just like hits. Oh, I don't remember. Like, I wish I had an angel. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. It's like, whoa, what is happening here? Yeah, like, so, yeah. this is not. No. no. It's like, I've sure put a bad taste for Nightwish in a lot of people's mouths. Just like, oh, just because the, end, the ending is so jarring and then that song just like hits and you're just like, no. It's just such a, it's just such a confusing romp. That is oh sorry go ahead. no no I was just gonna say it's just such a confusing romp that just kind of again like it just goes and then what are we learning I don't know what I'm doing like I love like honestly the redeeming factor for me is that there are monsters in it because if there's no monsters in it I mean it's it, what am what am I even paying attention to you could even you could have even explored like I said before so much of like the kids in the orphanage their memories were wiped when they were ten there's like so much to explore with these kids and the experiments that happened on them what happened why yeah, did it happen like a black widow like. All this stuff, like, why did it happen? Like, what was going on? I mean, when I watched this movie, I stopped it like halfway because then I went to work. I watched like a half hour, so it cuts at the point where like all they're sort of being activated as like agents. So then, of course, I had a whole day to wonder, like, oh, this is going to be something. <laughs> and then when I got back into it, I was like, oh yeah, we're just not doing anything. But what I also didn't understand was like, why was why was some some people turn into creatures and other people turn into zombies? zombies? Yeah, like, it was like yeah. controlled. I figured it just kind of. 
I think they just left dying laughing at the zombie thing. I think he spent so much money on the scenes for the creatures that those other scenes they needed to have creatures in. They're like, no, we gotta do zombies. The zombie makeup was so fucking bad. It was so bad. It's just like people with like powder on their face. How about in in the beginning when uh, when our main character is attacked by a man who's been controlled by a thing? And he just looks like a normal dude. Yeah, what was yeah. that guy? He was like a guy. He was, he was a sleeper saying, guy, he, he was I guess. Same, yeah, he was activated. Yeah, yes. By, uh, and Hodgins wanted. So Hodgins had his own little army of these things. And then the cabbie, I, that's the character I feel bad for the most in this entire movie. I, I thought it'd be, it would have been more fun if he like sit around as a character. But like, the cab driver, poor guy. He didn't die. Yeah. I mean, he, got, he was on the death's door pretty much because <laughs> his car got smashed in too. Yeah, he smashed into him a he bunch of times. Front, but he's okay. He's in the front. He didn't get to get out of the car he's like o- Edward. He's okay. And that's that guy, he's in uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, he's in a bunch of things. And he's, yeah, he's in a bunch of things. But yeah, and then the cabbie. I mean, he's a very specific actor from that era. Yeah. 1,000%. And the, but the... Um, the cabbie just agrees to do this like chase. That's why he's cool. I wish he would have stuck around <laughs> yeah. as a character. He at least it was fun. Yeah, you could have you could have had him like as a sidekick for Edward like the rest yeah, of the movie. He's like that around. driver guy in Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, I could have like, been down yeah. for it. Keep yeah. him, keep him around, but no, couldn't even do that. No, I was just like, why did he agree to go on this chase? <laughs> then he like climbed that fence like a spider monkey. Like everything he was when he was like moving, he yeah. was like not even grabbing onto things. He was just like. Levitating, uh, and yeah. there was also so much slow mo <laughs> fighting in the beginning. Scene. I mean, was, that's yeah. why I said it was so like the Matrix much. effect. And thing. Uh, Christian Slater did that in- insane backflip to kick that thing out of the guy's hand. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, he had like his tchotchke. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, we just cool. kept calling all the artifacts and things tchotchkes, too. <laughs> yeah, our MacGuffins. This what are you gonna do thousand. with that tchotchke? Yeah, right. But yeah, like that whole. But thing. they also didn't that explain anything. The whole sequence anything took yet. like uh, twenty minutes. It did take a long time, and they also you're not explained much of what's going on. So you're just like, this is a superhuman chasing him. And then was okay. he impaled yes. by a fish? He landed. No, on he like, landed. It was a poker. It was a poker. It was like oh, a poker sticking out of the fish. Because he landed on a thing of fish, and at first I thought right. it was like a swordfish, and I was like, did he get impaled by no, a fish? Like that a, been for wild. some reason, there was like a poker sticking yeah, out just of a little poke, box of fish. Just a little pokey poke. I like the fish better. Yeah. Also, I like how they kept being like, her boyfriend was missing for three months. Yeah, why was he missing? That was him, though. Yes, it was Christian Slater. He's just, because he's just hunting monsters. Because he's out there hunting monsters. But didn't she know missing? that's what he's doing? But no, he was missing. And then when she I when he gets the back. They didn't he, have cell phones. When he gets back, she's just like, oh, hey. No, she was mad at him, though. She, she was mad, seconds. but at first she was like, oh, hey, what's up? And then she's right. like, where were you? And yeah. It's like what the fuck? He, he's like, I didn't tell you that I hunt for monsters and things. And and how did that thing, that gold case, had all the monsters in it, or just had like the spirits, the, of the Arabus, monsters? the Arabus? What, but when he opened that gold crate, did it? What did it unleash? I thought it unleashed like a monster. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like but a monster, just one I or thought... all the monsters? Because they can't. They gold can like suppress. Sure. Them. Yeah, it could have been a whole bunch. Yeah, I just been. wasn't sure. But also, he what was he? The whole boat, all the guys get killed, including that guy from Elf. He gets killed too. What was? Yeah, he's like a crack, which is hilarious. Like, oh geez, what's he doing? Yeah, he it, cracks it open. Also noted, uh, noticed that guy too. We were watching. We watched uh, season one of Fargo, and that guy's in there. I was like, oh, there's that guy. But like, what is? So what was? Uh, what was even? What was his plan? I, I again, he could have been like this, like, this them like, on the earth. He could have been guess. this like a mate, like this epic villain guy, but he he's just it like certainly felt like he was being possessed by like a monster, like in his spine, because like then he gives it to like the the autopsy doctor, makes him like a monster thing, and then 
I don't know. He found the little piece of whatever thing they're trying to yeah. find inside the gold yeah. crate, and then I don't know what that piece does. It's a lot of like where I don't I'm know lo- what anything did. I don't know what any of the artifacts Nothing was do. explained. I just let the movie take me for a ride. It's, it's just, just like, like here's, okay. here's all these artifacts. We're all looking for them, but we really don't know what any of these <laughs> things do. I'm just reading. I'm just reading my notes because it's just like it's, this guy finds an artifact. This guy finds an artifact, and I don't really like specific. My notes don't make a ton of sense, and there's an all caps. I wrote blonde Stephen Dorff. I barked at my TV. Amazing, <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. And Stephen Dorff, he's like the leader of this Bureau thirteen seven thirteen now that Hudgens used to be the leader of. And everybody who works there, all their lines are just generic computer speak. Of course, yeah. Like the yeah, most, the the most the generic, like right. Oh, I got the I I pressed the the keys and they did this thing and then like the bloopity bloops. And enhance, like, enhance, enhance. I enhanced <laughs> I enhanced the footage for you. Well, whenever and, they show anybody. It just looks like no one knows what they're doing. Oh yeah, everyone's just like typing Keyboard on things. And, yeah. yeah, they're just like yeah, doing stuff. Yeah, enhance, enhance, and they're just like saying like random like technical jargon and it means nothing. It has nothing to do with what they're doing. They're just like they might as well just be going like computers, uh, keyboards, and like just right. saying one of it words was, that, of things that are around them. One sure. of the computers said calculating historical references. <laughs> I, just, I, know, I did write that down. And like he Calculations was, complete. He's it's just part, like stuff like that the whole time. He's part of 713, but then he left. So then he, his agent, you know, his, his unit was taken over by, of course, our man. And then, then, it, but now he's back working with them and he's just working alongside them because they still like him. It's like, uh, yeah, it made, it made no sense. And, that, and then who that the guy, fuck is Linda? Where'd she come from? Linda. She's the one that calls him. She's like, uh, Sam or John. John is missing. Oh, and that, like, oh, that, that, that never... Oh, yeah, that, that's that was the guy's wife. wife. John's, John's wife. Yeah. yeah, but who was John? John the was just is, his friend from the orphanage, Like, because all those guys were... But did they ever kids, show him? Because at one point, he's just like, I he killed shoots John. Him, he shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, he shoots him in the head. Yeah. No, so they show him leave the house. Yeah. But then, later on, he's one of the creatures. Correct. Yeah. He, he and he's not a zombie. He's a full-on creature that... Edward doesn't even know that that's how could you know that that's no, John? That's what, what do you I mean? mean? He doesn't really have the same face. What do you mean? He looks like John? What are you talking he about? Was a creature. I, John he, was a creature. He goes, I think he goes, I just killed John. Yes, and he's like, I just killed John. But, but I just but he's a full on creature. No, he's a, a full on dog creature. No, he's CGI. Yeah. He's asked, he's a creature because I was like, who I when turned to Dale. He's the first creature they kill. It's John. When he kills him, though, he goes back to himself. I swear I see his face. He just turned into dust. I turn to Dale and I go, who the fuck is John? And he's like, John, remember Linda? You said that I she fucked him. I could have I saw his face. He goes, he just goes, I, I killed John. I saw and his my, face. The note I wrote down was, how did he even know that one was John? Like, there's all these creatures. He knew that one was John. <laughs> I, I do vaguely remember not. I do. I was like, who the fuck is John? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Maybe we're, oh no. Yeah. And he was just like, this. I knew it. I felt it. It was John. He's like, tell Linda I said bye. I don't sw- please don't fuck my wife. I could have sworn. I also couldn't believe that none was still alive. Well, after yeah. All these years. Yeah, she looked exactly the fucking well, she same. Doesn't, she doesn't make it anyway. Well, so. they didn't play it. They could have had like an other actress player when she was younger. Yeah, she looked the same. And like 35 years, 40 years have gone by. And I mean, she's some, like people, the same age. some people age well. I don't know. <laughs> she aged pretty good. And then she just they, didn't age. She aged laterally. She's an immortal being. Stay, this is, she might be for considering the experiments that were going on here. She she had eight creatures inside of her. And then who does he find? He like visits a PI to find all these people that he grew up with. I guess. Like he visits like a private in- investigator to find the 
To find the people, the monster people. That guy, but that guy Fish works for Seven Thirteen. He's not a private investigator. He was, well, I he just wrote PI because I know who he was. Yeah, he's I like, a, what the he hell was, was like going on? He's an autopsy. He guy, was a like guy a who dude. he was a guy who Edward worked at worked with at the Seven Thirteen Bureau, who he was still friends with. Because remember, he's like, well, because Burke's like Edward, he doesn't work for us anymore. Yeah. And that guy Fish is like, but he has good intel, and I like him. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he becomes a monster. He gets stuff put inside of him. He does. So there's that. <laughs> Which also, I think we just maybe watched a lot of Star Trek Earth at Con. Little controlling worms, little worm guys. And yeah, little worm guys inside your body when you're a get kid. Inside you get, your ear. You get your little worm guys put inside you when you're a kid. But again, but if you get electrocuted when you're a kid, then it, it dies. It neutralizes him. And I was hoping like it's inside of him, but so he's still gonna have like powers maybe. Because like, but no. Could have done that. Mm. Could have been a thing. Could have been any kind of more interesting. No, he was, was inside that electrical box, and I guess got electrocuted, but we never saw yeah, that scene. Like, uh, so I, I like how he was just like, oh, yeah, I got electrocuted when I was like 13. It's probably dead in there. Well, I figure like anything that happens in his life, he's always like, oh yeah, when I was 13, I got electrocuted. <laughs> Like no matter, oh, oh, I know the answer to that because when I was thirteen, I got electrocuted. It gave oh. me super. I, I can think better. Or uh, oh, yeah, a parasitic I, creature attached to my spine, feeding off of me and controlling my brain. Yeah, I got electrocuted oh, when I was thirteen. Dead. Oh, I did this math test. So I was electrocuted when I was thirteen. <laughs> it opened my brain. Think of any reason. It's just oh yeah. Oh man, you you're such a great driver. Yeah, when I was thirteen, I got electrocuted. <laughs> What? But I also like if he was like, can you check and see if it's dead? And the pathologist guy's like, "Mm, (laughs) probably not. He's like, I don't know what we can do. You might get hurt. Burrow into your spinal column. Yeah, you might get hurt if we take it out or whatever. But yeah, it's just like I just feel like the like man is just like jump to like place to place to place, and I'm like, who is this? It just feels like a first draft. Yes. But bullet points, plot like an outline, like good enough. There's also another 713 bureau scene where this guy—it's one of like the—it's like one of the people that are below Burke. Yeah, but but and still has some talking lines. They go up to what this guy that's on a computer, and he's like, he asks him like, "What's going on with the thing?" The guy's like, he goes, (laughs) "What does he say?" He tells him the answer, and he goes, "Leave me alone." Like, why did he tell his superior to leave him alone like that? He, the guy just goes up to him and asks him a really simple question yeah. of like, what's going on with this thing? And he he tells him the answer and he goes, yeah. leave me alone. It's I was like, why Why did it, Why was that left in the movie? Also, I feel like, was this ever, did this ever come back to again that that Hudgens guy was like injecting himself with monster DNA? They never address it again. <laughs> you just assume like he wants, I just, I think I was just like filling the blanks in my head. Because I was just like, he probably wants to rule. To. Yeah, I was to. like, he probably just wants to rule over the monsters. Yes. You had to like, fill in the blanks. But then I feel like that didn't really go anywhere. No, it didn't. And then, like, he gets shot. I'm like, oh, he's not going to be dead because he's been doing all this weird shit. No, he's just dead now. <laughs> he's just dead. Also, 713, they already had bullets for these things. Because they've, yeah. they've been fighting them. They have Connie. They're vulnerable no, to elements 76 or 79. Because these, uh, these Xenos, catchy name. That's yeah. just a name for any kind of alien thing. Not even clever. Right. Just Xeno is easy. But yeah, they're like running around, I guess, just on Earth and they're hunting them and killing them. So this is just like an invasion that's going on behind the scenes of our society. And like sunlight is lethal, but only certain frequencies? I guess. Well, they don't like in the dark. Some are stronger. During the daytime, they can't be out in it long. But like if you can weaponize like the energy, like this UV coating shit, you just kill them. But they, so like they, can't not, be, they, they, they couldn't even learn this in the movie. This is all stuff they learned off screen. Yeah. Yes, 
You couldn't even like, oh, we got to change the bullets. There's no growing of anything. No. They're during the entire time when they're like first shooting all the guy, all the creatures with those bullets. My notes are so chaotic right here. Like, Edward kills one with perfect, perfect game. How did he know that creature was John? Oh my God, the shoot up creature scene is wild with insane epic, uh, insane metal music. I think I had this yes. soundtrack. I think I had this soundtrack. What the fuck? These people are just powerful zombies now that know Kung Fu. Yes. <laughs> they didn't have a budget for a ton of creatures, a blood splatter on camera. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured there were stages. Honestly, I just figured there were stages in the evolution of becoming a monster. Your zombie phase, and then you just your other monster. But all the zombies die, so I don't know. I also we said, apparently them. now yeah. zombies who know martial arts. And then <laughs> I said, LOL, okay, metal music, bullet, dark light montage is ridiculous, which I don't even know what bullet, dark light. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was just also hung up on the fact that I saw these kids get kidnapped and have monster put inside of them. So they just get murdered as mindless zombies as adults. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no one even tried to like, them. save them. Just fucking shoot them. <laughs> just you, mow you, everybody down. You know they're acting against their will, being mind controlled by monsters. Monster, just and, kill them and all. that's how burke who like hates a carnby they just become friends because well we gotta shoot all these zombies and creatures well, he together save him right. too? i wrote he that he saved him, saved he him. Does save him yeah. yeah i don't remember how now well there was a zombie behind him and he kills him oh he's like yeah. hey burke and then he shoots him and looks at him like see i'm not a bad guy yeah because like the only tension in the movie is like their relationship of right. they can trust each other and like it gets solved like immediately yes. yeah. <laughs> last long at all and then they're just buddies there's that there was no drama of can we trust him and or what's going on. All of uh, my next notes are just they're going to the gold mine. They're, they're in these <laughs> county tunnels all of a sudden. Correct. And it's just like, oh, they found these tunnels under the museum. What are the odds? Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, oh, the generator. And then Hudgens was, was also out? controlling some of the creatures. That's uh, what I mean. When he, he unleashed them down, yeah. the, down the uh, hill through the woods, yeah. he, just like, he was like, Go, my! But he could have said something cool. He don't, nothing is uh, nothing is alluded to that he is controlling them. I guess he is. And look, at one point it seemed like he just had one in a cage for a long time too. Yeah, yeah it's the one who was taking the DNA out of putting it in his neck. Yeah, I mean, when they're attacking him in the museum, I was surprised. I was happy like they blew up all those glass cases because I just thought they were filming in a museum. <laughs> I just thought I'd probably CGI anyways, but like, but they look real explosions. Yeah, this glass falling apart. But the point was, I thought they just filmed like a location, but like they did something with it. So I was like, oh, wow. They did something, I guess. Yeah, surprising. Then the part with the generator being out, I'm like, what is this? Who knows? It's like, they were like, the generator's out. We got to wait. We got to wait. The team just halted. The generator's out. And I'm like, why is this even a part of this movie? We have no power. It serves no purpose. None. For the generator to be out. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you. It was just like a thing we got to do. The lights are out. Because the they live in the dark. They live in the dark. They love yes. the dark. They hate the light. The movie's called Alone in the Dark. No one's really alone. No. Yeah. Right. No one's alone. Then no. they find the hieroglyphics or something in the gold mine. I like how there's like this guy who's never in anything. His name's Marco. And he's like, I found this tunnel. And he's like on top of the, <laughs> it's like on top of the entrance to it just collapses under him. And he gets impaled by like, oh, like yeah. jagged things yeah. underneath. Yeah, it's a fucking war trap. And then there were also sand creatures down there too. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. So there were the there were multiple different types of creatures once they started getting further down. So many xenos. Mm-hmm. Stop calling them xenos. That's what they call them. That's what they call them. They're called xenos. They're xenos. They're called xenos. Oh, uh, one. And cool- then Christian Slayer was like, "Yo, clever name." Yeah, we call <laughs> we call them xenos. One uh, one cool effect that was in this movie that about, was about n- the xenos. That was not CGI and it was not a xeno. It was that woman's head who was that was split open. Oh yeah, that and was she was cool. like still kind of alive and her 
brains yeah. were like split open, and like that was the only non CG effect that was like actually halfway decent. decent. Everything else was like CGI blood, CGI blood hitting the camera. It's like he always had to do these things where like breaks the fourth wall into things. Like uh, yeah. so many of his movies, like I remember like Blood Rain was like that. And it was Blood Rain like, is tough. It's bad. It's it's and it has like three or four directed DVD sequels. I think I that think was another one no, that he like no. chopped and screwed the script to that, yeah. and the lady was like pissed. And that one had Christina Loken in it. Yeah. After Terminator Three, and then like she was in that, and then her career was yeah, gone. It, like killed it. Yeah. Or like she just opted. I'm done with acting. This was horrible. Yeah. I don't know. And then he also did the In the Name of the King Dungeon Siege movie with that's also um, tough. J- Jason Statham. And, that's also and tough. all those came out of the. I, I when I worked at the movie theater, all these movies came out. I had po- I had the poster for House of the Dead in my basement at, at the townhouse forever because the yeah. poster was actually fucking cool looking. Yeah, but the everything else was garbage. I'm sure they ended up as middle shelf movies at some point when I worked at Family Video, but they had to. Have, and yeah. a lot of his movies did get directed DVD sequels, but he had nothing to do with them. Right, like well, maybe producer at most. Well, it's a lot of like the production company. Like, well, we have this IP. Um, yeah, can we try <laughs> to do, try do something with this. When you when you get done watching this movie on Amazon, it yeah. gives you this. Yeah, there's a sequel. Wants you to turn I see on the sequel. It. I was like, immediately and, uh, no. Apparently, the sequel is not terrible. <laughs> Which is it has nothing to do with this movie. I've heard it's boring. I, I'm sure it's boring as shit. That's what I. That's but what I it read. Has, it has. It's about a former witch hunter played by Lance Henriksen, who is forced to come back to fight his old nemesis, a century old dangerous witch on the prowl. Uh, uh, who's on the prowl again? What does that have to do with anything? And this time to do with it. So this nothing. his character has to join forces with Ed, Edward Carnby, played by somebody else, and they attempt to track down a dangerous witch, Elizabeth Dexter. And it what also stars hell? Bill Mosley and Danny Trejo. Oh, jeez. What on earth? And But it, it was directed video, and apparently it's like... It has nothing to do with anything. No, it's it's a little bit more in line with the game, I guess, of like creepiness and witches sure. or whatever. And but when this movie ends, like it's like, oh, people are disappearing again. The world is ending. Well, the ending of this movie, what happened? Did people disappear? Did they evacuate? Well, they said no, evacuated. they said no. They disappeared because just like the Abkhani... When they well, opened yeah. the portal thing, it's Roanoke. People shit. disappeared, so that's what happened: is that people disappeared. But the text on the screen said "city evacuated." Also, when both they, things are true, mind you, I'm agreeing with you. When, both things are true because it said the gate closed again, but there's a price to pay, and people were wiped off the face of the earth. Correct. So that's why I thought everybody, but everybody, yeah. or just everybody in the city, or everybody in the world. No, I don't know. I was too busy no thinking about how they paid the streets to be silent, so no one could walk in them or drive. <laughs> it was very distracting to me. Uh, also, when Steve was, was this is at four, like this is like five in the morning, and I was on the road yet. I don't know. Yeah, if you went out there, you had to off. fight Uwe Bull. Bull. Yeah, 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 get inside. They just told people that he was there, and they were just like, okay, well, we'll not be around for it. Someone's like, can I leave my home? Not yet. Uh, when Steven Dorf throws that knife at the, the Hudgens or whatever, and he like he throws a, the knife into him, and he opens that mysterious door that leads into like the. Yeah, the other realm. Oh, the yeah. realm. Yeah, I was like, it feels like a wild discovery with like like ten minutes left in this movie. Yeah, there's like no time left. None. This could have been like the whole movie could have been about them going into this other realm or whatever. We were like ten minutes left, and like here's the. But so didn't Burke? Didn't he survive? He went back in to like vanquish go- the beast. The thing is, they shut the steel door 
to it all, but then the creatures have already been awakened, but then he goes back to Denny at the bottom because he's like, I'm too far away, I'm too far away. So he goes back, and yeah. well, I'm like, well, he's probably going to die now. But then instead of just throwing the grenade into the thing and shutting the door and pressing the button, he leaves the door wide open. And it gets exploded. And gets and blows it up. But, but he doesn't you're, explode. Do you assume that the bomb was supposed to be that big that it blew up that entire other realm? Also, yeah. I don't, I don't think understand so. the whole point of them being contained. Like, the only way this was able to happen was through, like, magic and, like, amulets. So, like, you're just going to close, like, a man-made door and throw a bomb in there? <laughs> There's no magic involved to hold these things back. There's no interdimensional nonsense. It's the, just a the, bomb. The bomb does go all the way through the tunnel. It does. But then the door's wide open, so I'm like, what the hell? But then, what well, I don't understand at the end. Also, the streets being empty, whatever. So, the tunnel comes up through the orphanage, Correct. right? It's all yeah. So, they're out in the orphanage. Yes. Okay, so they only had so many locations. But they're out in the orphanage. How the hell do they end up in that they city? They walked a long time. They did. They walked a while. They walked sure. a long time. And they just to make see, sure everyone t- was did dead. They, did they, they say that? They didn't no. see a singer. No, they just jumped. they just show them. Yeah. They, they just, just are like, oh, jumped. that. They're like, oh my god, the tunnels were underneath us the whole I was time. Like, and then in the next scene, they're literally like downtown in yeah, a city. Yeah, I literally wrote down, did I fucking miss something? No, just, that's how this jumped. whole movie. Like, where are all the people? Time jumps. I, th- I thought maybe like it did it because it might. When I was watching it, it went to an ad as they came out of the thing. Also, oh, these ads and shit just in the middle of random shit is so annoying. Oh, also, yeah. I think my Amazon like. Glitched. I didn't have to watch an ad until the very end because I didn't want no ads the whole movie on freebie Amazon Lucky, with ads, yeah. no ads. And then I at had, the end I had pressed bunch. paused to like go do something, and then it like turned the movie off on me. Oh yeah, for back being into it. And when I went to go back into it, all of a sudden I could see all the ad points on the timeline. It did glitch that, then. that I did yeah, miss. Sure. And then the yeah. only ad I saw was then. Nice. So then I thought the movie glitched and like the ad like fucked up. And I all of a sudden they're just in the oh, city. Oh sure, yeah, no. So oh, I'm like, no, so it was a bad just... spot for the ad to no. show up. And then so then I had to watch like three minutes of ads that I didn't have but to like, watch the whole what, movie. What at least like fucking when you're watching normal TV, you know when the commercials coming. This shit drives me nuts. It's just randomly yeah, thrown in. Yeah. Like, Do you just, think you have dementia? It's like ah uh, <laughs> no, I have massive anxiety because I don't ever know when the ad's gonna come. Yes. Yeah, the ads on the freebie and. Tubies and all that stuff. We don't stuff. have to worry about it much longer with Freebie anyway. Is that going away? Freebie is going away, but they're still going to have movies with ads on Amazon Prime like they already do. Because you can watch movies on Freebie yeah, on love just that. Amazon. I love an Amazon. You don't have to click on you don't. Have, you don't have to open Freebie. I love an Amazon. I you can just watch a movie on Amazon, but it'll tell you free with ads. I just hate all this fucking freebie. streaming gobbledygook. It's snake eating its, its own tail I bullshit. Pr- I yeah, do appreciate o- something like a freebie and a freebie and a tubi for yeah, people who don't want to pay anything, but they just, still want to watch movies. But then they just take the it away again. TV, Whoever right. owns it just takes it away again. Like, all those freebies and tubies are endless amounts of like insane movies. Yes, tubi which specifically, is like, which is also you know a huge fucking because they're trying to you know steer people away from owning physical media right so then you had you just had the total whims of whatever they have also, the convenience of just clicking a button and playing it is nice but like okay yeah no oh, we need also, physical media at the end of this movie well there was a creature left but it was out in the light well they don't like it they can live in it though 
Mm-hmm. It's just was like that a, a creature at the end? Did the gate was left open? I Did think they so. explode it all? But one creature what lived. What happened to Stephen Dorff? That's what I'm most concerned about. He was about. under the rubble. Yeah, but he moves. He, moves. He, he got up though, right? Yeah, he, he was alive. He made no, it. No, they leave it this a dumb, ambiguous ending for no fucking reason. They because were never going to make a new one. They wanted to make a sequel. They were never going to be able to make one. I mean, they a sequel, did. A sequel happened. They did, though. but it had nothing. He didn't <laughs> but, make it. But a sequel nobody literally happened. In, <laughs> nobody involved made it. Nobody involved is in any part of it. But it literally happened. A sequel got made based on this. So you know. Not based on this, based on the game. All they wanted was a dangle of carrot. They did call it two because they yeah. want people to see it. Because if they saw the first one and for some godforsaken reason fucking liked it, no, but well, but people can like whatever they want. dumb shit like this at the store. People would and, buy dumb and shit. buy this stuff. I would see people at Walmart just walk through, like pick up a movie, Alone in the Dark two. I oh, was the first one, but I'll read the they, back. And why I do they just, have to talk this way? <laughs> I mean, they just uh, want to watch a movie. A family video. I also would use that voice. So yeah, I'd agree. see people at the store all the time. Just pick up a movie. Read it and be like, that looks good. Throw it in their cart. The media what? habits of the Alone in the Dark 2? That's the movie you pick up off I mean, the shelf? I would also Fucking Godfather's next to it and you pick up Alone in the Dark 2 to They've buy. They've seen Godfather. No, they, they haven't. own it. <laughs> Not that person. <laughs> Not that person. We don't know that person. This person just want, took a little experiment. You know, just bought a movie to experiment? I have. <sighs> Well, I could tell you some other. Usually, there are the movies with like crazy five packs. Like, what the fuck is right, this? Right, exactly. Uh-huh. That's exactly it. Uh, what is that? I could tell you some people that went on IMDb to talk about this movie. There are so many bad reviews. I couldn't find just one to like focus on. I'm sure. So I pulled quotes from a number of bad reviews that that stuck out to me as I was uh, skimming through. So here are some uh, quotes from some one out of ten star reviews. Uh, unequivocally the worst movie ever made. See, I, it's I not wish that, this movie though. was. I, I wouldn't wish this movie on my worst enemy. Can it ever be said that there are some movies that have no redeeming features whatsoever? The answer, yes. And this is one of them. I agree with that. It has no redeeming values. No. The only time that I kind (laughs) of, I liked in the beginning. You were trying. No. Christian Slater and Steven Dorff. Hotties. And that's it. I mean, Monsters Existing is like not a zero for me. So like, you know, it's like one. Terry Reed. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'd like Um, to, there was this. She was still hot in this movie. Yeah, she's fine. This is before she hacked herself up. Ugh. Uh, so, but as a bottom line, I want it, that ninety minutes of my life back. They can keep the money, but give me the time. What a waste! There's this in the beginning, like when we're like when they her husband's no when they talk about how um her boyfriend is gone. Like those two guys interacting, they were kind of funny. They were like the comedic duo. They had a little yeah. moment. That, that was like actually like human. And they then, die. Of course, they die. Yeah. Bye. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, no one should be subjected to this film ever under any circumstances. The only film, the only thing in this film is really good for is fire kindling. Alone in the dark is ass. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, funny. After watching this film, I went to my doctor. He told me that I was now mildly retarded. Oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, when was this written? What year? I, that's just a quote from one of the many bad reviews for this movie. So I don't know the year on 2005. Probably when the movie came out. Uh, I feel like Bull came into my living room for 96 minutes and just sat on my head. <laughs> I believe that watching two old people having sex recorded on an analog camera recorder on VHS would have more going for it than this movie. Wow, that's very specific. (laughs) He's seen some of those. To sum it all up, the movie was an uneventful, boring piece of poopy crap. Oh, poopy crap. Asshole mouthful. Oh. That that fails to give Uva Bull any cool points. Review, the review review title for that, from that quote was, I work at Kohl's. Oh. oh. 
What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Just like giving you I read the whole some review expectations. Because, I read the whole review because I was like, where is this going to play into it? <laughs> Just just poopy crap asshole mouthful. I work at Kohl's. As you should know. Kohl's. I feel you should know that I work at Kohl's. I was like, I work at Kohl's. This is a plot, Why is it the title of point. your review? What does that have to do with anything? Uh, but I do have some 10 out of 10 star reviews here. Oh, perfect. Uh, for the end here. So. so I'm sarcastic. This is all a lie. Uh, some of these don't feel as sarcastic. Go ahead, as continue. I, That's I, fine. Lots of sarcastic ones. Though, I'm for sure. sure. Uh, I did not want to comment on this movie, but reading too much, too much comments, totally destroying it, got me going. <laughs> it is not that bad. In fact, it's quite nice oh. with some tra- oh. with some tracing like detectives on a trail, as well as firefights with demons and dragons with some special ammo to be able to kill them. Christian Slater is not all that bad in this movie. Okay, not top notch, but it, but it has to be. <laughs> it has not to be an Oscar candidate, has what? it? Oh God! Some this rough, is a sentence. Yeah, some rough typing here. Some Yoda talk. I, I liked it. In fact, I bought an illegal copy, which ended wow. at forty three minutes because I. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what happened, but it was nice. Well, they seen it and they, they liked it, but then they bought. I don't a copy. even need to see. I and have then, to know this mystery. <laughs> oh, because I liked it so much, I bought another two weeks later, and we're told this one was good to be able to see the <laughs> what movie the until fuck? the end. So what you, the fuck? You bought two <laughs> piecemealing this terrible movie All together. In the dark. You bought two. I, I gave I gave it a seven. Who swindled you out of your fifteen bucks? I gave it a seven. Maybe would be a six if there were not that much people giving it that bad of comments. Oh, okay, so that was, yeah. he felt being contrary. Yes, he's contrarian. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to help it out a little bit because he spent like probably like not so much money. <laughs> yeah, on he probably like thirty-five dollars. That's what the real holding uh, up of his ego is. Yeah. Here's an here's another one that says "Alone in the Dark" is a very cool film. It's wow. got everything a horror and action fan could possibly want. Does it this though? is a <laughs> review by Movie Nutball. Oh. Uh, Alone in the Dark is a very good film that has a good cast and the acting by all of these actors is very good. Slater, Reed, and Dorf are really excellent in this film. I thought that they performed good. I thought their looks were really neat, were neat as well. I do not understand why the heck this is on the IMDb bottom 100, number 44. This movie gives you everything. I thought this was a very cool film. Here's what Alone in the Dark gives you. One, incredible action fights. Action and fights. Two, long shootouts rarely seen nowadays in films. Not true. Three, awesome creatures creatures that's scary, extremely tough to kill, and rips people to shreds. Four, army battle battles monsters, and monsters destroy the army. Five, <laughs> a great story. <laughs> so what the heck is the is bad about this one? It seems like when there's a film that is really cool, everything happens. That is when you people all join together and hate it. Everything happens. <laughs> Where is this? What year is this from? Two thousand five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everything uh, happens. So yeah, everything happens. That is when you people all join together and the hate you it. people is also nuts. As for the scene between Slater and Reed, there was nothing wrong there. <laughs> Just a love scene, <laughs> and not all, not what these people say it is. And I saw nothing wrong with her looks in this film. That is all my opinion. I mean the thrill. The thrills is really good. The thrills. The movie is filmed very good. Is the it? music is very good. Well, the film sure. is quite interesting, and the movie really keeps you going until the end. If you like action, horror, thrillers, adventure, dramas, and interesting films, then I strongly recommend you ignore all the bad comments and see this film <laughs> today. Buy three copies of it. 
Yeah, make sure they all play past the 43 minute mark. I work at Kohl's. I work, I work at Kohl's. I work at Kohl's. So there you go. There's some oh, some geez. some reviews. Unfortunately, I was trying to find one by the the our one of our favorite reviewers, um, Moo Cow Mo. I was hoping you were gonna write one about a cow and like just work it in. I like, should have. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like, move over. Uh, I mean, it was rumored. Uh, you you and Pat did try to start the rumor that I was Moo Cow Mo. I mean, I guess but, we can never confirm or deny. Mm, but, interesting. But he does Moo Cow Mo does not have a review for this movie. He has a review for thousands and thousands of movies with tons of cow puns throughout them. I uh, heard some. Yeah. But uh, but no, no, not for this movie. Tons of cow pies. Tons of cow pies what? in his mouth. Cow pies. Moo. <laughs> No. That was me booing, but with a moo. Well, as uh, over the course of this podcast, I've discussed um, my top five secret movies. I think I've solidified four of them. So I figured, I think they weren't all watched for this podcast, but it's still movie related. I just want to throw this out there in case anyone was curious for documentary purposes. Mario Brothers was watched for this podcast. So Super Mario Brothers is obviously part yeah. of it. Rewatched it recently. Still incredible. Robo Jock, of course. We watched that for this. We watched Robo Jocks and the sequel, Crash and we Burn. We did, which I loved them all. Loosely connected, not really. You can make a universe if you squint. Crash and Burn is, is yeah, it's loosely connected, but it's a great sequel because Bill Mosley's fucking awesome in it. Yeah, those. so those like there's like a little trilogy there, which is nice. I like yeah, What's those. the third one called? I don't know, but it's like more like reserved, but it still feels like a robot war, and there's like a, an android. Is it called Robot Wars? It might be, and it's really not about that, but whatever. It could be. <laughs> Yeah, I have the I have the robot jocks and crash and burn on like a dual Blu-ray. So do I, yeah. And then uh, so that those are that's great shit. Um, I don't think we ever watched it for the show, but I mean Hercules in New York, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie of all time. No, fantastic. We watched. Her- it's so good. We watched Hercules with Lou Ferrigno, which is different. And it was like very eighties lasers and yeah, stuff, and yeah. And then this podcast did give me for sure. I mean, it was almost on there immediately after I watched it. It's just like, these are movies I can look at and pick from, and they just do everything they need to do in like weird, eccentric ways, ways you wouldn't expect. Again, I only got four. The fifth one, it's tough. It's a tough choice. This is a lifelong struggle. But number four for sure is, of course, Night Beast. Night Beast, that's a good one. Night Beast fucking rules. It starts off, it's like a fucking race car. It starts out and just goes. And then it ends, and you're like, "That was amazing." Night Beast was awesome. That's a good. It was good. A trauma, a trauma flick. It was. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. But like this, um, don't forget. Did you see Night Beast? Mm-hmm. I've yeah, it's you been watched a long it. With, I you watched I it with us. It wasn't yes. even that long ago. It, it was, was a, yes. Okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. The, yes, yes, the, yes. Yeah, the monster laser, with the alien and laser yes. gun. The race car suit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. He's, he's from space, and he looks cool. But he's like, everyone dies, and then it's just weird. Yeah, Night Beast was fucking awesome. It's great, and. This isn't part of it, but then I, I did also just because I'm thinking um, the one where Jaws was like on the fucking golf course with the lawnmower. Oh, Blades. Blades yes. was good. Blades I was thought you were going to I thought you were going to when you said Jaws, we watched that movie Cruel Jaws. Yeah. Remember that was like a, it was like two different shark movies put it together. It was, yes. And, and it, it was, was awful. It was awful, <laughs> but it was like. Then they worked in the Star Wars theme. They did. At the end, yeah. It was like so, it was like a oh. weird, like, it was like fun, but it was like. Bad. Two different shark movies slopped together. So we watched strange. a couple, like that Robo Vampire was, was another the, one where the, it was like two different movies, and that had like Hulk Hogan's like stunt double, body double. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah Cruel Jaws, yeah. and it like was, and it was at one point advertised as like Jaws Five. 
They, they tried. Try, they tried to do that, and, and they got like, sued. Yeah, it's like no, not affiliated. You can't just be Jaws Five. Get out of here with that. But I mean, so I mean, a lot of there was Rainbow Remedy. There's a lot of suffering, but uh, sometimes there's a couple gems that do stick with you. So for sure. That. Yeah, there's definitely there some that. gems that I bought after yeah. watching it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We got from watching it, like Bigfoot mm-hmm. the movie, yeah. uh, Incredible Thirst for Boner Juice. Yes. Uh, which some is nice a, connections and friendships were made, which is appreciated. Yes, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. There's people that I still talk to that we, yeah. you know, um, t- met through this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, like, like I mentioned, uh, Mark, um, Marcus, for sure, and yeah. uh, and Ben, who ben, like definitely. I said, go check out his newer band, Pummeled. They're fucking awesome. Great. I, I've listened to them a million times. They're, That's cool. They're, they rule. Um, yeah, yeah and then like. Uh, well, I was going to mention one other person, but I know I'm... Keep, keep thinking. Because that's why all I want to say is, you know, it's not not goodbye, but see you later. Yeah, yeah. see you later. See uh, you later. But, uh, oh, and we got to do the podcast at C2E2. We did do that. That's uh, true. The, the, the live <laughs> on the floor. It did happen. That was good. Uh, right before COVID. Right before COVID. So it was, yeah, right before the world <laughs> before changed. Before the end of the world. Literally completely. like the month it. before everything shut yeah. down. Nobody was... Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It was like that. And even there, we're like, this seems sketchy, right? <laughs> Should we be here? Is this all right? <laughs> and then later on, we found out, no. I remember somebody there even doing like a fist pound to us. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to shake a hand. Yeah, because we were all still like weird about it. Little did we know. <laughs> Why even be concerned? <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? Literally, yeah. like it was like February 27th. Oh, it was. Yeah. Like it was so, I mean, it was It was <laughs> yeah, absolutely I get it. probably a major Chicagoland super spreader event. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I definitely oh, yeah. went to a concert like that weekend, too. Yeah. I was I right before shut down there was uh you know this local bar band a guy like shook my hand and coughed right in my face and i was like like the lockdown was going on like midnight and so like if we get in before midnight no no the point is we should all be home now we should all be home now but, yeah so it's like oh, okay but yeah i always think about that like that's like obviously like covid but like we did the podcast live it was it was from c2e2 it did happen at c2e2 that's on the show true. floor in it that was. weird little booth thing that was mm-hmm. set up there they yeah. only did that like that one year i know that come whoever that guy he he does like a million cons now sure the guy who like set that yeah. up yeah um, I see him on social media still, yeah. and he runs a ton of cons. So good sure. on him! Like he absolutely went and like pivoted from like what he was doing there, and he had like a podcast or something too. He did, yeah. but like now he like run, runs and sets up yeah. conventions all over the place. Yeah. So which is very good. I don't very remember cool his for name, um, but, but yeah, it was, it was neat to do that. Of course, the, you know, get the good old. C2E2 we'll press pass and we hey we were there doing a thing so yeah we got that press pass for like two or three times two times I, maybe I twice I don't know if I've got that many times but I think it was I think we only got it two times I think maybe maybe me one I tried to get it a th- things changed year and they were like <laughs> no we're doing less press passes that was after COVID though so it was more restrictive yeah it was it's true uh, so yeah, so we got some perks out of it. Yeah, press pass for fucking C2E2 and got to do a thing on the show. The live, that would have been weird if we they would have said no and then we were doing a show on the, 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 the show floor. The show floor thing was, that was decent. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I think so, for me, it's just like, like I said, the tolerance for like something bad. It's just like this, doing this is just like, nothing is as bad as like certain things I've watched for this podcast. No. But I, I value that because then I can see value in things that everyone else thinks are terrible. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I I completely agree. I kind of uh, all, I've always liked bad cheesy movies. I've obviously the reason why I wanted to start this show. 
Uh, but but like the same thing though. Like I, I see things in movies sometimes that I feel like other people don't see because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And I can find enjoyment out of something that it's like, no, this isn't really all that bad. There's some good qualities of this movie, but every and I think it helped me helps me stay away from reviews. I don't go on like review sites. Oh, I don't. See, really I don't, still do. I normally don't look at reviews. I don't like get bogged down by the. Even if I do look at reviews, and if it's something I still want to see, I'll see it. And I won't get bogged down by like the Rotten Tomato scores. And people yeah. get so worked up about the Rotten Tomato scores and people I percentages. Letterbox. I yeah. trust Letterbox people, now. People just want to have. They just want units of measurement to measure things in their life. Right. So they look toward numbers. Yeah. I'll go. That's why I do vague consensus. So that's like the vague energy here for yeah. this thing. Yeah. Like, not total guard. Like, because like the details, people are fucking weird. So, but everybody has different. But overall, like, what's the Venn diagram of things everyone likes or everyone kind of hates? Then I can gotta go from there. But mm-hmm. specific reviews, I'm just like, yeah. I might you know. go on like an IGN sometimes, and if it's because some reviews are just whining. It's if, just whining. If it's this a movie, isn't an issue. If it's a movie I'm on the fence about, maybe I'll go on like IGN and see what the score they gave it, and then read their final verdict. Little two sentence thing yeah if i'm on the fence about it but other than that i like i feel like this movie this podcast has also like deterred me from stuff like that because i'm just like yeah if i want to see it i'll fucking see it so like madam webb not gonna pay to go see in theaters but when it hits streaming i'll probably watch it just to be curious and it's fine be like this was a dumb waste of my i'm also like where i could have been more productive does does the (laughs) does the movie have like an an over just like any kind of thing? Do the characters do anything? Does the plot achieve something? Right. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, we watch stuff that we're just like, well, okay. The characters <laughs> don't do anything. There's there no plot. You go. There's not even a vague thematic anything. You're just like, it's just random. And how much does it cost to make this? It's just random. Like nothing. This, like this movie we watched. This is like the perfect movie to watch for the end. It's just like, sums up like how, so many movies we've watched that are just like, okay. <laughs> and there's some that's but even, these movies, there's movies like this. this. There's yes, there are movies we watch more, much Which worse. Is than worth this. stressing. Yeah. But we we watch much worse than this. Like I mentioned, that movie Kaboom is one of the worst things I've ever watched in my whole fucking life. Uh, but the um, but then there's movies like this that we watch that are these got tons of money, all this stuff, and then we watch movies with like no budget that are yes. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Correct. So it's like you can make something out of nothing from nothing and or you can make garbage out with like billions of dollars because mm-hmm. it's literally the core of any good movie is just the story like you you, you gotta like you people get wrapped up in like even like actors or like production like what's the story though because mm-hmm. if it's filmed like shit but if somebody can act and their character actually has a purpose to exist in the movie and you can follow them on a journey it can be good yeah right. we, we've watched so many like people who just made movies and sent them and some were bad. Some people hated us afterwards. (laughs) Um, Some were good though. And the, and they're good. And they, they, maybe the acting wasn't the best or whatever in, you know, whatever, but the movie was still like a fun time. That's the thing too. If you, if you, I mean, Oh, this is even applies because hopefully he won't want to fight anyone. You know, he fights his critics. He wanted to at least 20 some years ago, whatever. But like, if he did some, do a thing where they bought where he boxed people. Yeah, I know that's what I mean. So, but anyways, like if if you make something, don't you want someone to talk about it, or like you know what I mean? Like you don't want any feedback. You just want people to shut up and just be like the best. That's boring. Mm-hmm. That's I just. You want people have discourse, right? Just talk about it, or just if you're engaged in it, that's something because people can be engaged in so many things. So if they choose to be engaged in your thing. Like, again, some reviews that we've done on the show, don't 
you know, just roll with it. I don't, you know. There always be a place for not so good movies and then straight up like bad movies. Right. Like Final Destination 2 is objectively like a really terrible movie, but it's like hilariously fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and there's a a place for movies like that. There's like they, they exist for a reason and there's a place for them. Maybe not everybody sees it that way. Um, right. but maybe that's like we were just talking about, I mentioned before the podcast, like the movie self-reliance, like I, it may not be the best thing ever, but it's not awful. And I had fun, a fun time watching it. Like mm-hmm. that's all I'm looking for. Something in, different. In something sometimes. So I don't need it to be like the absolute, like best thing in the world. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, well, yeah. th- thank you everybody for listening to the show thank for over you. 400 episodes. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to you guys for joining me on this journey. Yeah. Uh, it's been fantastic. And to anybody else who's ever guested on this podcast, uh, if you're still listening, if you're not, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> okay. Calling out, calling out Pat. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Pat. Calling you out Pat. Shit. Oh, well, that's... He's never going to listen to this. Yeah, well. I hope he does, actually. And then he hears that and a tear goes down his face. Oh, just a single tear? Yeah, just a single single pet tear. Mm. Well, yeah. Poor Pat. <laughs> sure. uh, but yeah, thank you to anybody who's ever joined on this podcast from the very beginning to right now at the very end. Yeah. It's been a fucking awesome ride. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of episodes, lots of awesome movies. Go through if even if you don't want to listen to the fucking episodes, go through the list of all the episodes just for movie titles. If you're looking to sub for something to watch, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is always available on streaming in one way, shape, or form, uh, or you can buy it or or whatever you want to do. Uh, as far as that goes. So yes, thank you so much for supporting uh, this podcast. And for the last time for now, uh, I'm Corey. I'm Gia. Yeah. I mean, I am Nick. And thank you for joining us for the best of the worst. Yeah. Take care guys. It's the best of the worst.